Welcome to Stock Talk, the new Stockhouse podcast series that brings you behind the scenes insights into trending topics from capital markets, influencers, and entrepreneurs, broadcasting from the heart of the financial district in beautiful downtown Vancouver. Welcome to the Stock Talk Investor Podcast, where we help listeners and investors understand more about investment opportunities in the public marketplace. I'm Dave Jackson. Stockhouse investors who are dialed into the not only nascent, but now, pardon the pun, mushrooming psychedelic sector are likely familiar with a mental health and wellness company that's, quote, centered on developing and supporting the safe, evidence-based, accessible use of psychedelic-assisted psychotherapies. In short, an entirely new way of successfully addressing and treating the growing prevalence of mental health issues and a desire for greater wellness as a whole. Numinous Wellness Inc. is a company that's creating an ecosystem of health solutions aimed at advancing psychedelic laboratory testing, therapy, and research, delivering psychedelic-assisted psychotherapies and other transformative and supportive health solutions. Trading on the TSXV under the symbol NUMI, the company says its vertically integrated ecosystem positions it to be a first-in-market trusted leader in the delivery of psychedelic-assisted psychotherapies when regulated. Today, we're joined by company chairman and CEO Peyton Nyquist to discuss a myriad of timely and intriguing topics that investors need to know about in this burgeoning market. Thank you very much for joining us today, Peyton. Thank you very much for having me. Our pleasure. Now, Peyton, to start off with, can you just tell us a little background history, A, about yourself, and B, about Numinous, and how the company's grown since your TSXV listing uh, just in May? Sure. A um, little back uh, history on myself. I uh, have a, a finance background by trade. Uh, was at Canaccord for a number of years. Uh, left Canaccord uh, to join Jordan Capital. We then, after a couple of years, sold Jordan Capital to Mackey Research. And before I left Mackey, uh, I was uh, their VP head of sales for Vancouver. And I was a director of the Across Canada firm as well. Um, but really came into the psychedelic space. Um, I, I'd been a long time mental health advocate, um, struggling with mental and, and physical health issues myself since I was quite young uh, and ended up really uh, getting involved in this space as a patient first. I, I had ended up turning to psychedelic psychotherapy um, to, to save my own life. I had gotten to a point where Western healthcare just wasn't able to, to help me get better and uh, had turned to psychedelics as, as really a, a last ditch effort and was able to do so and came out of that experience um, really just trying to figure out how I could best give back to something that had saved my life and, and realize that there was more that could be done than just simple philanthropy. And um, there was, I, I was just seeing a, a huge growing body of, of evidence-based research around what could potentially be possible with psychedelic assisted psychotherapy. And um, that's really what sparked the interest uh, almost three years ago now. Um, and it's been interesting you know, when we started Numinous, the intention was really never to take it public. At the time, Compass Pathways was really the only other, um, call it for-profit company that we knew of in the psychedelic space. So it's been amazing to watch it morph and grow into where it is today, three years later. Um, and for us, you know, our TSX listing in May 
um, came out with a very big splash uh, right when you know psychedelics were getting a lot of attention. Um, it's been an interesting, I think, education period around what psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy actually is, what this category actually supports. And I think now you're seeing a very strong uh, support come in around the space as it continues to grow. And for us, um, since May, uh, we've gone out and raised an additional $4.6 million. And, um, you know, really our our focus in that we've been doing this for, for three years is is continuing to really grow the company um, and and off of that very strong foundation uh, infrastructure that we'd put in place. The company itself has also raised a total of $6.8 million ahead of a public listing in Q2 2020. Now, Peyton, these are very impressive numbers for a startup in a new sector. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, again, I go back to um, yes, a startup, but we'd, we'd been in this space for a number of years and had brought in and have brought in um, really what we feel is is not only uh, the leading team in the space, but have pulled in a lot of partnerships and, and the infrastructure to do this in a really impactful way. And um, that financing that we did uh, pre our public listing, um, you know, there were some folks that came into that financing that are very passionate about the psychedelic space and and very um, influential people in the psychedelic space, including um, people like George Sarlo, who has been one of the largest personal funders of, of for-profit and not-for-profit uh, work in the psychedelic space over the last 10 years, um, and, and other folks like that who, who really see the long-term potential of uh, what psychedelics can bring. Now, Peyton, it's been a very busy few months for Numinous, including recently receiving your Health Canada licensed approval at your psilocybin mushroom cultivation laboratory. This is big news. Can you tell our investor audience a little bit about this, you know, and any other important updates? Sure. So, you know, everything that we've built with Numinous when we talk about that ecosystem is how we can uh, move these different psychedelic medicines from research and into practice in the most timely and, and cost-effective way possible and making sure that that infrastructure is there. And, and you, you know, psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy contains, you know, two important parts. One is obviously the psychedelic drug, um, but two is, is the therapy and the therapeutic container that the psychedelics are used in. And, and that's really what we've been supporting. So to be able to, to have a Health Canada licensed lab to do research and development on the actual drug themselves, but also have our wellness and R&D arms to continue to advance protocol development so that we can actually hold these therapies and have the structure in place um, to carry out these therapies in, in a very robust way. Okay, now what are the core benefits of owning and operating your own laboratory and grow facility for the production and extraction of psilocybin from mushrooms? Yeah, so so most of the psilocybin that is used right now for research is is a synthetic. Um, you know, for us to be able to really be the only ones that we know of that are able to actually grow, extract, and produce psilocybin legally from the naturally occurring substance um, gives us the ability to start to research the natural uh, occurring psilocybin versus a synthetic psilocybin and. Um, this gives us uh, a significant, we feel, uh, advantage. You know, a lot of people that are going to this therapy 
um, may not necessarily want to take a, a synthetic or, or lab created psilocybin product. They may want a natural product. Um, and so for us to be able to begin to to research this and, and also, you know, potentially broaden access and that this may be a cheaper route um, to uh, providing a psilocybin product down the road for therapy, um, we believe is, is a big and important step. Peyton, we recently published an article for Numinous regarding your universal desire to heal. Can you explain exactly what this means and its long-term benefits to help treat mental health issues? Yeah, you know, the, if you zoom out and look at um, the mental health crisis that we have, not only in Canada, but worldwide, um, you know, 50% of Canadians will suffer with a mental health issue or will have suffered with a mental health issue by the time they're 40. Um, you know, obviously wow. costing Canada, not only emotional and, and societal issues, but economically, you're looking at, you know, north of $51 billion a year. Um, these costs are are way 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 too high and um you know it's it's further proof that just what we're doing isn't working and it's time time for some new therapies and new ways of looking at how we treat mental health you know and and you look at again if i talk about the growing body of research you know maps their their current phase two trials with mdma for post-traumatic stress disorder uh saw a 61 percent success rate that no longer qualified for and this is treatment resistant post-traumatic stress disorder. 61% no longer qualified um, for that indication. And after a 12-month follow-up, 68% no longer had the PTSD at all. Those are, I mean, just staggering numbers in comparison to, you know, how we look at treating mental health currently. And, um, you know, you continue to see research from really credible institutions like Johns Hopkins, London Imperial College, um, the, you know, the opportunity to, to make a, a, a huge, huge impact in, in mental health and, and frankly, physical health as well with psychedelics um, is really, you know, what we see the opportunity for Numis to be able to come in and, and really be, you know, helpful in, in being an actual provider of these therapies. A lot of companies talk about vertical integration. Peyton, can you explain to our investor audience what your vertically integrated ecosystem means in the psychedelic space, you know, and how Numinous differs from the competition? Yeah, you know, going back to what I talked about before is you need to look at um, psychedelics and psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy as, as a few different parts. Uh, you know, again, it's it's one part the psychedelic drug, um, but also the, the therapy and the therapeutic container um, that these therapies need to be carried out in. And um, for us, you know, having numinous bioscience where we can have the lab um, to not only do testing, but also be a distributor of these drugs, which is currently in revenue right now. And then numinous health, which is our, our clinic platform to be able to house these therapies when they're available and all of the supportive therapies that need to be wrapped around psychedelic assisted therapy in order for it to be effective and long lasting for people. And then numinous R&D, which is where we can hold all of our, our clinic protocol development, our, uh, our SOP development as well. Really, you know, those three pieces of the supply chain really, you know, help us drive this in a very impactful way so that we can get to ultimately offering these in clinic in, a, in you know, an effective mm -hmm. timeline um, in, in the most impactful way possible. And with the team that we've brought on, um, you know, the, the expertise we've brought on, the licenses that we have from Health Canada, we feel like we've got 
all of the, the foundational pieces in place to do this really well. As you just mentioned, you believe the societal costs of mental illness, addictions, trauma, and the unmet human potential are just too high. Can you tell us how Numis really plans to achieve this? Yeah. So again, I, I go back to, to not only the ecosystem model, but you know, that with the team that we have and the partnerships that we've created, um, the fact that Health Canada is already granting us um, licenses to be able to do the research and development that we need to around these different substances. Um, we feel that we've got the team and again, that infrastructure to do this, you know, whether it's fundraising, um, medical expertise, in-clinic expertise, and, and science-based uh, and research expertise as well. We feel we've got all of the people and, and infrastructure in place. From the investor's perspective, Peyton, can you update us on the operational setup of the company and how Numinous plans to position itself as a real global industry leader? Yeah, so, you know, obviously we've looked at not only Canada, but but what is the impact that we can make in North America and, and globally mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, the, the really exciting thing with psychedelics is because they're going through the FDA process, um, you know, you, you're seeing federal adoption or, or federal change potentially possible with psychedelics, which not to draw too many parallels to cannabis, but obviously where you saw with cannabis, where it went through a very difficult sort of state by state regulation process in the U.S., um, this is is something very different. We're talking about medical approval and federal approval, which opens up a huge opportunity on both sides of the border and abroad um, for Numinous to be able to expand. And we've really everything that we've looked at developing has been with with a global expansion in mind, and and not solely just looking at Canada. Ping, can we pivot over to talking a little bit about your corporate management team, along with the experience and innovative ideas? that they bring to this brand new marketplace? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Obviously, this is this is a new industry and, and it's taking, you know, pulling on different expertise. Even, mm. you know, you look at what's happened with COVID recently, you've seen a lot of clinic models go virtual um, and become, you know, important to really be able to have uh, a strong technology background to be able to create virtual platforms for people. Um, so for us, you know, bringing on, uh, obviously, myself having capital markets experience, co-founder Stacy Wallen having a ton of experience in tech and tech startup, uh, all the way to our our medical team uh, led by Dr. Evan Wood, who's one of the leading um, drug policy uh, reform and researchers in the country, who uh, has has a ton of success behind him in not only doing high quality research but also taking drugs through drug approval process all the way to our medical director, Dr. Devin Christie, who is a MAPS-trained MDMA-assisted psychotherapist and, and has tons of in-clinic experience as well. So really a, a broad uh, scope in terms of the different, different aspects of this industry that uh, are being looked at and, and really needed to pull on um, to do this. As the psychedelics healthcare wellness space, as you said earlier, gains more and more traction internationally, how do you see your company as a game changer within the current marketplace status quo? And if so, how do you create a financially competitive advantage for the company moving forward? You know, everything that we've built in the company has been with revenue in mind. Um, you, you've seen different groups look at um, different opportunities in the space, whether it's drug development, which is you know, more of sort of a, a pharmaceutical approach, which obviously, if successful, has a has a big payday 
um, down the road, but you're looking at long timelines and and a lot of investment in order to get there. Um, whereas at Numinous, we really want to be that service provider, um, and so we've we've built that with with existing revenue in mind. The the current clinic that we have is doing revenue. The lab that we have is in revenue as well. So we have existing revenue coming into the company um, right now, and uh, and again looking at. You know what are what are the actual business models around psychedelic assisted therapy and uh, and being able to provide that. So, you know we've we've really had that in mind and and it really you know is a big advantage for us. Can, can you tell our investor audience if Numinous is actively targeting any new partnerships, strategic acquisitions of high growth companies, and how the company plans to generate traction within progressive sales channels? You know, partnerships and collaborations are, are really a key part of our roadmap, and we've been actively working and, and working alongside some of these um, different partnerships that, and collaborations, which we are excited to be able to talk about um, fairly shortly. Um, but, you know, bringing on those different um, experts from different fields has, has brought on some, some very exciting partnerships to be able to, to actually make change and, and do that in a robust way. Um, also looking at, you know, multiple different acquisitions as well. Um, as I mentioned, the clinic landscape has changed a lot since COVID. Um, you've seen a lot of clinics transition to virtual. Obviously, psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy um, is not something that you can do over Zoom. It does need to be done in person, but um, but there's tools that, be, that can be used virtually that can go alongside that. Um, so we've continued to explore many different um, potential acquisitions, uh, but really with with long-term model and, and revenue path in mind, we don't want to race out and just do acquisitions for the sake of doing acquisitions. We've seen other industries take that approach and um, end up with very uh, high burn rates and, and diluted um, cap structures due to, you know, making acquisitions for the sake of getting out news releases. And, and for us, you know, we, we see this as, as long-term and, and want to make sure that any acquisitions we're doing are, are really, really net positive for us in the long run and help us get to our goal. Well, lastly, Peyton, if there's anything that I overlooked that I've missed and you'd like to add, please feel free to elaborate. No, I think that's great. I, I think just reiterating, um, you know, you've seen huge support and adoption from regulators already, um, whether that's MAPS being able to um, put out their phase three trials with MDMA early, Health Canada recently granting section 56 licenses for people with end of life anxiety to start using psilocybin. You've seen um, really a a huge amount of support on the regulation side to to start making uh, long strides to to bring in change in this in this industry and I, I think um, the future looks really really exciting. I'd like once again to thank Peyton for sharing this helpful and insightful information about Numinous with our Stockhouse podcast listeners and investors and don't forget all of our podcasts are also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play and Podbean. I'm Dave Jackson reporting for Stockhouse Media and the Stock Talk Technology Health and Wellness Podcast. Thanks for listening. Just a reminder to follow us on social media at Stockhouse for the latest updates on all your favorite public companies in North America. For more in-depth coverage, industry news, and to connect with our active investor community, you can visit our website at stockhouse.com. 
Also, don't forget to visit our new and improved Stockhouse Deal Room on site for unique and exclusive private placement opportunities only available on Stockhouse.com.